What's going on, Z community? Welcome to the Personal Finance in Canada show. I am your host, Tamara Aziz, and today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of Quest Trade. So you might be looking into signing up with a broker. So in this episode, we're going to help you figure out if Quest Trade is the right broker for you. I've been using this platform for a little over a year now, so I have a little bit of insight to give you guys. So let's go through some pros and cons of the platform itself. Now, for the first pro, it is free to open and close accounts. This includes both registered and non-registered accounts. Now, when I talk about registered accounts, I'm just referring to the TFSA and the RRSP. And for non-registered accounts, these are just regular accounts with no specific tax advantages. Another pro about Questrade is that it has the second lowest commission fees in all of Canada. Now, if only all platforms were commission-free here, it'd be nice, but... Questrade offers a pretty competitive commission fee. Before we get into that, commissions are fees that brokers will charge you because they are the ones who are actually going to the stock market exchange to buy or sell the stocks that you are trying to get. And at the end of the day, they got to make some money too. Now, in terms of commissions, Questrade gives you two different options. The first option being that you subscribe to a data package that's like $90 a month, and then you get your commissions for one cent per share. Now, These data packages give you access to real-time prices of stocks. And to be quite honest with you, I wouldn't really recommend getting these data packages unless you're a day trader or swing trader who absolutely needs these real-time prices or you just trade a lot within the week. And the other option that they give you for commissions is you just don't subscribe to a data package. Your minimum commission in this case is going to be $4.95 per trade and then the maximum is going to be $9.95. Now, both options are still better than a majority of other brokers out there in Canada, so it's still a pretty fair decision. Another pro is that it is absolutely free to buy exchange-traded funds, or as people know it, ETFs. Now, think of ETFs as a mutual fund that you can actually buy or sell on the stock market instead of having to go to your bank and having your financial advisor try to convince you to buy into their mutual fund. Now, because there's no such thing as having a free lunch, you do have to pay the commission fees whenever you want to sell the ETF itself. This is still pretty fair game because you're getting 50% off of your regular commissions, which is why it's more of a pro than a con for me. Another thing that you will notice about Questrade is that it has a very simple user interface and user experience overall. What I mean by this is that Questrade's entire platform is actually very easy to navigate around no matter what you want to do and no matter what your experience is with investing. Now, there is a very small learning curve, but once you get the hang of it, it'll be super easy for you. I know this because I have three different accounts with Questrade. My first account took me about 20 minutes, and then my second and third literally didn't even take five minutes. Now, we do have a couple of more pros, so be sure that you're still awake, which you've probably heard as IPOs. Now, IPOs are just a fancy way of saying that a company is about to make its debut on the stock market, making it possible for the public to invest in. Now, a perfect example of this was Airbnb's debut to the stock market a couple of months back. This was what it was considered to be its IPO. Now, with Questrade's IPO center, you have the opportunity to buy these type of stocks right before the general public has access to them. Now, do keep in mind that you only have this advantage with Canadian companies which means that if you wanted to invest in Airbnb's IPO, you would have had to wait like everybody else, unfortunately. Another pro about Questrade is that you can buy or sell options. To put it in simple terms, think of options as the betting world of stocks. 
Now, there is much, much more to understand about options, but it's out of the scope of this episode. So if you don't know what they are, just keep it in mind until we start diving into the options world through our podcast. Another pro that some people may actually find to be a con is that Questrade offers you margin power. Margin is just another way of saying that you are borrowing money from the broker, in this case, Questrade. The amount of money that you can borrow from Questrade depends on how much money you actually have within your account. This means the more money that you have within your portfolio, the more margin that you can get. And as with all loans, you're going to have to pay Questrade some interest on whatever you are borrowing from them. And yes, it's charged daily. Another pro about Questrade is that it tailors to both fundamental analysts and technical analysts. Now, when it comes down to the fundamental analysis, these are people who like to go through the financial reports of companies and then make financial decisions based on whatever information is there. Questrade offers these documents and other useful reports, such as the Morningstar reports. Just so that you know, if you wanted to get a regular Morningstar subscription or whatever their plans are looking like, you do have to actually pay a price. But Questrade offers this for you for free. This can be accessed through their website or through their downloadable software, which is pretty pretty straightforward and pretty simple to access. Technical analysis, on the other hand, are those who make investment decisions based on chart patterns. For these guys, IQ Edge is going to be your best friend. IQ Edge is just a software that you can download from Questrade onto your computer or laptop, and it gives you access to a bunch of cool tools and features. Now, two more pros, so hang on in there. Questrade allows you to carry both Canadian dollars and US dollars within your account. And there's a process that's called Norbert's Gambit, where you can actually convert the currencies for much less than a bank would charge you, or if you just did it the traditional way. Now, we do have a video on YouTube that teaches you how to do this very easily. So be sure to check it out in our description below and save yourself some time. And last but not least, drips are available. Drips are also known as dividend reinvestment plans. And as the name suggests, this allows you to reinvest the dividends that you get from a stock back into the same company. And in case you don't know what dividends are, it's just a payout that a company will give you just because you invested with their company. Best part about it is when these dividends get reinvested back into the stock, you do not have to pay commissions on it whatsoever. Now, Z community, are you finding value from this episode so far? If you are, be sure that you're sharing this with a friend and a family member. And based on what platform you're listening from, be sure you're following and subscribed to the podcast. Now, let's move on to the cons. The first con that we have to talk about is Questrade's inactivity fee. Now, if you have less than $1,000 in total throughout all of your accounts, or you just haven't bought or sold anything in three months, expect to pay Questrade $24.95 of an inactivity fee. Not to fear though, there are actually some ways that you can avoid this inactivity fee. Either you can deposit $150 across all the accounts that you have with Questrade, or you could just buy or sell like one thing within three months time. This would be a problem with people who have maxed out TFSAs or RRSPs since you will be penalized for over contributing to the accounts. So the first thing that you can do to avoid this inactivity fee is deposit $150 across all the accounts that you have with Questrade. Now, this could be a problem for people who have already maximized their TFSAs or RRSPs because you're going to be penalized for over contributions. But here are some other alternatives to avoid this inactivity fee. You can also buy or sell something at least once within three months, or you could subscribe to a Questrade data package. Now, as I said before, if you are not a day trader or a swing trader, these data packages are not worth it. It seems that the last resort could just be buying or selling something once within a three-month period. 
Oh, wait, I almost forgot. There's one more thing that you can do to actually avoid its inactivity fee. And this is actually if you're under the age of 25 years old. Otherwise, you're going to have to buy or sell at least once per quarter. Now, let's just go through the different packages that Questrade offers so you have a general idea of how it's going to be looking like in case you go and go with one of these. Now, let's go into the different data packages that Questrade has to offer in case that this was an option for you. The first data package that they have is the basic data package. This is for free. It doesn't include live data, but includes snapshots. Snapshots are kind of what you think it is. It's just rather than seeing the prices fluctuate right that second, you would have to keep refreshing it to see the actual live price. It is kind of annoying, but you get what you pay for. And in this case, nothing. Now, the enhanced data package is $19.95 per month Canadian. Now, this I'm pretty sure has very similar features to the basic package, but these two packages that I just talked about do not allow you to get lowered commissions. Then you have the advanced US and the advanced Canada packages. Both of these are $89.95 per month in either US dollars or Canadian dollars. And these are the actual ones that give you access to the lower commissions. There are opportunities to get these data package prices refunded. In case you think that this is too much, there are ways that you can get this amount reduced. And this is by actually seeing how much you trade within the actual month itself. For more information about this, I put a link in the description below for you guys to check it out as well. And last but not least, the other con of Questrade that I've realized is that there are a couple of hidden fees. Now, talking about these hidden fees will probably take me another 15 to 20 minutes. So we're probably going to cover it in another episode if you guys would like me to. Now, they're not actually hidden fees, but you just have to dive deep into the actual website to find out which fees that you could potentially get charged. Now, Z Community, I hope this gave you more of an idea of Questrade is the type of broker that you want to go with. If you found value in this episode, make sure that you're sharing it with a friend or a family member. And based on what platform you're listening from, be sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast. Anyway, Z community, thank you for listening to the Personal Finance in Canada show. This is your host, Tamara Aziz, signing out. Peace.